0: Well, hello, hello. It is Tuesday, November the 29th of 2016. My name is Nolan Kaler.
1: And I'm Nicolene Clausen-Weeb.
0: You are listening to Wittenberg Radio, CMU's most subscribed to podcast. As always, subscribe to us on iTunes and the podcatcher of your choice coming right to your phone and through your earbuds or your headphones or whatever you choose to listen to. Hopefully it's safe. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're up at Wittenberg Radio at both those places. Wittenberg Radio at gmail.com is the place to send your comments, questions, listener concerns, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Also, find past episodes at WittenbergRadio Welcome back, Nicoline. You too. Thank you. It's we been to- a while. It's been a little bit. We took a week off. Uh, long the long story short is November happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the reason we took a we took a bit of a hiatus. Now we're back just one week we're back for one week in this space and then next week I'm so excited Wittenberg radio live is happening at Christmas gala we're so excited to tell you about some of the things that we have planned for this event and we'll be sharing those things in just a little while and yeah that but first things first though we're gonna be revisiting one of our favorite conversations from last season in relation to something that is um, happening right now just across the border from us in North Dakota All that is coming up but first let's throw it to a little bit of music shall we
1: yeah let's do it let's
0: do it in solidarity with everyone who is writing late night papers we have a song with late night vibes for you Charlotte day Wilson is an R&B singer out of uh, out of Toronto she recently released her debut EP called CDW this is the single off that it's called work Come there. Charlotte Day Wilson my first uh, debut EP, C D W, and that one was "Work."
1: I like it. It's
0: fun. It's uh, you know what? It's a really groovy tune. It's mm-hmm. nice. It's nice to uh, if you're driving late at night, um, fully awake. Uh, <laughs> that's not the song for you. Yeah. I discovered that the <laughs> the harder oh, way. No. Uh, yeah, all fine. But like it was just like. <gasps>
1: <laughs> Don't fall asleep. Yeah, no. When but but Be still, such so such
0: a neat tune. Mm-hmm. Anyway good old Canadian content right there. You are listening to Wittenberg Radio. My name is Nolan Kaler, and we've got Nicolene Weeb. Crossen. Can I say Crossen? <laughs> no, we've got Nicolene on the show with me here today. And we are this week rebroadcasting one of our older episodes and one of our favorites from last season. To give you a bit of context as to what we are talking about, I need my Google Docs. There it is, <laughs> the uh, one of the biggest stories in um, in the news cycle right now is the uh, ongoing protests at the Standing Rock Sioux Nation located in North Dakota. Uh, people have been gathering there for months, protesting the construction of the Dakota Access Pipeline. Now, this pipeline is set to run underneath the water supplies of the first nation, tainting the water and affecting their way of life. This uh, this pipeline was initially uh, planned to go near a large city in North Dakota, but was diverted only after uh, concerns were raised about the safety of the city's drinking water. Mm-hmm. So this is a narrative that we have seen time and time again. Yeah. Uh, Muskrat Falls in Labrador, uh, the Kinder Morgan Pipeline out in British Columbia. I could go on and on and on about this, and this is a, a trend that is it's difficult to shake, and in light of uh, the reconciliation work that needs to happen this is something that we need to work even harder at but don't worry we have a message of hope to start off for today and we had a guest in last year to talk about uh, issues of reconciliation and uh, especially surrounding water and that guest was Steve Bell he was here in our studio talking to us about his work with the shoal lake 40 and the uh, push for an access road to get clean drinking water and supplies to the manitoba first nation so for a message of hope about how we can enact this change uh, in our conversations surrounding first nations and reconciliation especially in regards to land and water rights here is our conversation with steve bell Our guest today has arguably the best goatee in the Manitoba (sighs) music business. Thank you. <laughs> sh- absolutely. Steve Bell, I mean, what's to say? Award winning singer songwriter from right here in Winnipeg, born in Calgary, uh, founder of Signpost Music, uh, well known for such songs as Kindness, Comfort My People, and pretty much any song you will sing in a church on Sunday morning if you are a Mennonite. Uh, Two time Juno Award recipient, Queen Elizabeth II Diamond Jubilee Medal, what else can I say? Um, recently, Steve has also uh, recently tuned his life to social activism, uh being an active voice in realizing justice for Shoal Lake 40 here in our our province. It is my great great pleasure to welcome you, Steve Bell. Thank you very to much. To Wittenberg
2: Radio. Yeah, it's good to be here, Nolan. Thank oh, you. It's
0: awesome having you here. How so? You just performed in chapel. How was that for you?
2: It was great. I mean, I, I haven't done a whole lot of um, college chapels lately. I don't know why. <laughs> I used to do them all the time. And so when I got the call, I thought, well, of course I'll go. I mean, I used to do it, and just everyone's, you know, as your life goes, all of a sudden you realize you haven't done something for quite a while and for no particular reason. <laughs> right. You know, so it's just it was it was lovely. And and the older you get, the more you just get, um, I mean, I just sort of get into this sort of sentimental stage where I look at young people now and i kind of get all teary and (laughs) and (laughs) you know want to bless you and all those kinds of things you know totally it's it's fun well i'm glad you enjoyed yourself
0: here so um so you're here you're here today not only to sing but you also promoted uh your uh the new cause uh justice for shoal lake 40 for the freedom Freedom Road. Freedom Road. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of us who don't know, uh, maybe you can uh, describe what Freedom Road is, and maybe uh, highlight uh, the situation in Shoal Lake as well.
2: Well, freedom. Um, okay, there's a community called Shoal Lake Forty. They're First Nations community yep. about 70 miles east of Winnipeg, um, just off the Trans Canada Highway, about 17 miles south. Mm-hmm. Um, they um, they've lived in a particular um, sort of uh, delta sort of of a river um, since time immemorial. About 100 years ago, um, the city realized that that was probably their best. Um, um, source for water for the city. Mm -hmm. So they built an aqueduct um, from Shoal Lake to Winnipeg, which is not a problem, except for in doing it, they they displaced Shoal Lake um, community onto a peninsula. And then it was somebody's bright idea to cut a channel across Mm -hmm. to divert, you you have to see it how it works, but to divert some water, some unwanted water, which effectively created an island of the peninsula and they've been isolated ever since. Um, in the early days, it wasn't a big deal. Um, they made the, the, their livelihood off of uh, fishing and wild rice, mm. but both of those options have been taken away from them for very r- various reasons, not, uh, not their own fault. Um, and so they find themselves basically in, in, in a poverty situation, cut off from the rest of Canada, not able to really participate in any economic development because there's no road in. Um, and then also in recent years, pollution on the lake has made it, made it so that they can't drink the water mm that refreshes Winnipeg. Winnipeg just built a water treatment plant, no problem, but Shoal Lake doesn't have one. So we're drinking water um, from there that they can't drink um, from an aqueduct that really has made their life very, very difficult. Um, amongst other things, there's sewage problems, there's uh, waste dis- removal problems. Um, because of they have to use sort of ice roads in winter there's spring and, 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 and fall times when it, that, that is kind of precarious. And over the last several years, um, I think nine people have died crossing in, at precarious times. So I mean, the way to think about this is that you're, you're basically made of 60% water that comes from Shoal Lake that's got the blood and tears of Shoal Lake 41st Nations in it. That's the reality. So they have been asking for a road um, to reconnect them to the rest of Canada that could reconnect them to economic opportunity that could make possible a water treatment plant, um, that make their lives livable. Mm-hmm. They've just asked for a simple road back. We've been extracting about 100,000 uh, gallons of water a day from there with no compensation, no royalty. Um, all they want is a road. And governments are just resisting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to understand why, but they are. so. Recently, I'm sorry. This is long. No, none. Um, a group, a, lots of people groups are forming. It's starting to now become yeah. something. You know, these things take a while. You right. know, um, and I think right now, especially in light of uh, truth and reconciliation, there's a there's yeah. a deepening hunger for tangible acts of reconciliation amongst the wider public, mm-hmm. and people are saying this is something we can do. Right. You know, I mean, a lot of the things that that First Nations people deal with are very very complicated, and a lot of them there's no easy answers to. This was pretty clear. Yeah. Um, it's a very clear justice issue. There's a definite price tag. there's a beginning and an end to the project. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not complicated and it's 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 a, it's a moral cause. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to do it. so we're we're forming groups and trying to push, governments. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, put this in perspective for our listeners. Remember that time last year when Winnipeg was under a boil water advisory for like a day and a half? Yeah. It's been that way in Shoal like for 18, 18
2: years. 18 years. Now, Edwin um, Redsky, the chief, um, was asked when Winnipeg went to that boil water advisory for two days, you know, do you have a comment about this? And the, and the, the, the media person was expecting him to sort of mock Winnipeg or scoff, you know, right. now you know. His response was so gracious. He says, I don't wish this on anybody for one day you know, um, wow. and it, like they're very gracious people. Um, what they want is, jer- f- is fair and just and, and yeah. fairly simple and and there's no bad blood in that sense. It's just something that we need to do. Right, yeah,
0: of course. Um, you are a quite a storyteller. I'm wondering if you could take us uh, through one day in the life of a Shoal Lake resident.
2: Oh, you know what? That, that I don't think I could do. Okay. Um, in the sense, um, it wouldn't be fair in that, that I visited there once. Okay, yeah. You know what for I mean? Sure. And so that, but I mean, I, I would happily put you in touch with somebody that could do that authentically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I tell you what, I mean, I can tell you what I saw when I was there. Yes, sure. Um, okay, the, 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 the roads are in disrepair because they can't get gravel for them. Right. Because it costs a lot of money to get gravel over on a barge. Um, you know, um, and, and so if, if there's rain, the, the roads are mud slicks, Hmm. um, their children in high school have to actually board in Kenora, um, because they get, don't have a high school. Hmm. And so when you think about residential school history, when you think about, um, you know, your own children being vulnerable to predators, um, this is not even a safe situation, um, but because they can't get off the island every day easily and back every day, they have to. They have to. So, it, these are just a couple of the things mm. that it's like um, having to uh, boil all their water every single day. Some of the water at times of the year, the water isn't bad enough um, um, condition that even bathing and and stuff there's caused sores and like it's bad. Yeah, it's it's, it's really bad. So it's, life is really hard for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, talk to us um,
0: a little bit how you became involved with uh, this Freedom Road project
2: you know it's 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 I'm not an activist or I haven't been I mm. mean and I haven't seen myself as one I'm a singer-songwriter and and mostly devotional stuff and you know I, sure. I you know I, I comfort my people I mean that's yes. my first album right. right I comfort my people this is sort of God's <laughs> words not my people but um, I, I was it was early in the spring I have a long history with First Nations people mm-hmm. um, uh, we had a foster daughter um, my my sister's married to First Nations man so that gives my nieces and nephews are First Nations um, my father was a prison chaplain I grew up up going to um, um, the, the, the chapel every every um, Sunday growing up and, and there's typically um, a disproportionate amount of First Nations people in jail um, which is another thing right. that is worth talking about someday absolutely <laughs> uh, but a lot of those people were my friends and and, um, and so I've had a long history um, but Show Lake 40 issue wasn't really on my radar I kind of heard about it in the background um, mm. but this in on June 25th, Three levels of government came to Show Lake Forty expecting to announce um, um, support, full support for this road being built, that the mm. Canadian government, the Manitoba government, and the city of Winnipeg would each take one-third of the cost of this. And there's expected to be an announcement, yes, we will do it. Um, and everybody's prepared, the children were ready to dance, it was going to be the big celebration day. Um, Winnipeg showed up and said, yes, we will fund this. Manitoba showed up and said, yes, we'll fund this. Canada government said no we will not at this point we're going to wait for further studies and it was such a devastation after all these years that they thought this was finally going to be over and in the press there's a picture of um, Stuart Redsky surrounding the children all kind of huddled over weeping Um, um, they were expecting to dance in celebration and they got the opposite so my assistant walked into my office and Amy Knight and she said Steve have you seen this I think you'd find this interesting and uh, something in me snapped um, at that point. And I just mm-hmm. kind of, I just felt the spirit of God saying, go, like this is, this is the, you've got some social capital. This is where I'd like sure. you to spend it. And, um, and so within, I think about 45 minutes, a petition was up and,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and this sort of started um, churches for freedom road is not my thing. It's, um, but I joined a group. Okay. okay. That was already for me. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, you tell a really cool story on your blog, stevebell.com. A little plug there you gotta go gotta go A read very it. exciting website it is it really is it's very, it's very it looks very slick um, it does um uh, you tell this really cool story about being interviewed at uh, cbc by smile alpha and yeah uh, and uh, seeing the sign across the street at Elam Chapel. Oh,
2: that was the coolest thing. So, okay, so um, I put out this, I didn't put out this petition, Amy Knight, my assistant actually did, but with my support, you know, we sure. put out the petition and started to get something, and Ismaila, um, who I've known for years, and, and he noticed and so he said, can you come in and talk about Show Lake 40? And so I went yeah. in, and, and of course, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but um, <laughs> I mean, I'm still kind of new to the situation. Sure. But um, as I was waiting in, this, in, the, in, the, um, in, the, in the sort of waiting room, waiting for the interview, Ismaila comes out to say hi, and um and prepped me for the interview and just before i went in he just pointed right across my shoulder across through the window across the street and right across the street was elam chapel and on their sign it said we support Shoal lake 40 freedom road and i just about burst into tears um there's just something just an affirmation that yes this we need to do this um and so we had so he just smiled and i smiled and we talked about it on on that thing After that, I phoned my sister, Dorothy Fontaine, who works with Manitoba, Mm -hmm. and said, are are there any church people gathering to respond to this? And She said, yeah, tonight. And so I got invited to this group, and I told this story um, of this sign, and that's when we realized this is something we could do. We could get the churches to give public support. So Churches for Freedom Road is trying to get um, as many churches as possible to, to display on their church signage that there is a Christian hunger for a tangible Mm. reconciliation in this matter and to say so on your sign. And then we're taking all those pictures of those signs and we're gonna put it on one poster and we're gonna send it to every MP as soon as the election is over across Canada saying this is something that that we wanna do. Mm. And so, you know, it's polite pressure. I mean, we're not raising our fists and yelling at anybody, but we're just sort of saying we're voting citizens and this matters. Right,
0: Yeah. absolutely. And uh, lots of that sort of like non-raising-your-fist sort of like not raising your fist per se, but like there's all these kind of movements also because now there's tons of churches that are getting involved in this yeah. church for Freedom Road. Had the march this past weekend, another fantastic yeah, demonstration great showing, of support. Yeah. That is amazing. Um, do you still get those emotions when you see these other signs? Does it still oh true?
2: Oh, yeah. And you know, for me too, though, I mean, I, I've had a, you know, there's, I grew up in an evangelical church and mm-hmm. a wonderful, um, you know, so, um, community. Um, but the evangelical church, in recent history isn't really well known for their social justice causes. Mm. You know, there, there's there been sort of a theology of that, that where we're basically the gospel is to sort of rescue people from this this world which is destined for destruction, right. um, which really isn't what the New Testament says. Mm. Um, and that um, uh, that that really that that Jesus is Lord of the earth and will come again and redeem and restore. Right. Um, there'll be a new heaven and a new earth, there'll be a marriage of heaven and earth, not a destruction. Yeah. Um, and that we, uh, the ambassadors, the emissaries of this kingdom, um, uh, sh- uh, love and respect what the good work God has done with creation, you know. And so, justice issues, environmental issues, these are the properly Christian issues. We just haven't had great theology in the last, you mm-hmm. know, several decades. I've felt this for years, uh, but more and more I I realize people are coming on board and and maybe shifting how we talk um, about these things, and that just warms my heart. Um, I'm still learning how to talk about it. I'm not a scholarly theologian. I'm just a lay theologian, Um, so I get it wrong all the time, but um, there's something in me that gets quite jazzed when I see people start to say that part of what it means to, to believe in Jesus is to love what God has done in creation and care for and respect and nurture and You know, uh, work for justice. Yes, well said. Um, Aside from the, we've mentioned the
0: Church of Freedom Road now a couple times. Aside from this, we've also mentioned the rally. What um, other things are being done to actively pursue uh, justice in Shoal Lake?
2: Well, okay, here's an issue, and it's something that needs probably more careful thought than I can give to. But people are are concerned that we're doing this at a time when there's an election, is this partisan? Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of people that are, you know, and this this isn't technically partisan. Actually, we actually I went and researched this. Partisan is when you're when you're putting forward um, an issue that only one party can, can support. Um, we have support from conservatives, from NDPs, from liberals, and from the Green Party. There are members of every party that support yeah. this. This is not partisan, you know, and that's what we're trying to get across right now. Right. Um, a lot of churches are afraid they'll lose their, um, their, their charitable status if they get involved in partisan hmm. things, and that's a, a real issue. This isn't partisan. We have actually researched this. This is just one group of people caring for another group of people. Right. It's just kind of that simple. It is an election, and so this is a unique time where we can ask um, the people that we are gonna eventually vote into, um, into Parliament um, where they stand on the issue. Mm. So we have just sent out um, a letter to all the candidates in Manitoba and, and Western um, Ontario asking, will we have their support for the building of Sh- Freedom Road? And we're gonna publish that pre- before the election. Um, not to demonize anybody, but so that no. people for whom this is a, a is something that would be part of their decision making for voting can have this as as part of that. Sure. So we're going to do that. We'll publish that in the next couple of weeks. Um, we're sending out letters to all the um, MLAs in Manitoba, to the councillors, city councillors in Winnipeg, mm. um, and then we'll do this poster to all the MPs after the election. And we're going to see if we can move this thing away from very obscure. Um, the, uh, um, support to real support this needs right. to get on the budgets of the of the city of winnipeg of the province of manitoba mm-hmm. and, the, and the the um the uh, federal government sure uh
0: what has the response been so far from these uh members of parliament or
2: well it's it's it's, it's no surprise the right. green party's all over it oh yeah <laughs> you know the, the first responses come back um the liberal party um in general i mean uh, have been coming back and the ndp we've we've heard kind of boo from for nothing it's not boo but no. very nothing from the Conservative Party okay. and uh, that's I mean I you know the, their leader hasn't said anything about it right and that's part of the issue mm-hmm. right now um, and so um, we'll, we'll see you okay. know I mean we just sent out that letter last week and we told them we weren't gonna publish anything until the end of the month okay but it's coming nice you know that's it's exciting. coming and um, and hopefully again it'll just I guess what we just need to do is let our government know that this is a significant amount of you know people sure. um, whom they represent who have a hunger for this kind of a, a thing.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna shift gears a little bit sure. and talk about uh, music, but not, maybe not so much a shift of a gear, um, maybe just uh, re-hitting the gas mm-hmm. pedal. Um, how has this experience in your project informed your music making?
2: You know, not very much yet. I mean, this just has come up in the last, this wasn't even on my radar three months ago. Right. You know, I did write a song called Freedom Road, a little instrumental ditty that I put up. And, and um, it's just, it's a happy song. It's not a, it's not a protest song. Mm-hmm. It's more of a um, prophetic, like, this is, this is a kind of a happy ditty that we'll, we'll do once we're actually walking down that new road. Right. So it's a deposit of hope more than anything. Hmm. Uh, but it does, what it, what it does is that it, it forces me to think through why I would get involved in a social cause theologically. Um, and that's and sort of always been in the back of my mind, but I haven't thought it through in the, in the front of my mind all that much. And so that is going to um, very clearly affect what I write about, right? Do you know what I mean? Uh, but I, I would assume that this will show up in my music in the next year, year and a half, oh. as new music comes, right? So, sure. It's, yeah, that, I, I would assume, but okay. I, at this point, I don't know, you know okay? Because we don't we don't really write songs; we kind of just receive them, <laughs> right? You okay. know, And we have a particular catchers mitt to receive these gifts of God, and and that flavors them, and so this just kind of. Shifts the the shape of the catcher's mitt, which means I can probably catch a different shape of ball. Right, um, if that metaphor works. Oh man, I am <laughs> a baseball player through and through. So oh, you're, you're resonating you <laughs> hard. You're resonating hardcore with me, man. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, is there an example in your life? I'm wondering where, like, a song that has been received by someone else inspired you to uh, to take action. I'm sure that Freedom Road has also maybe perhaps inspired others of us to take action. I think even in Chapel today, you uh, you inspire people to take action yeah. as well. Is there an example from like of that nature in your life where maybe uh, someone, like someone else's?
2: Yeah. Oh gosh, Bruce Coburn, Bruce uh, Coburn, Bruce, Bruce Coburn. I mean, it, it, you know, it, like that that fellow's music has changed my life. Wow. Uh, he was the first sort of person who professed a Christian faith, but hmm. whose whose music was decidedly political and right. and, and prophetic. Mm-hmm. And um, and the tradition that I grew up in just didn't have that in their music at all, in their hymnody or or in anything. Um, and and there was something in me when I first heard his music in my late teens, and I he was kind of odd. He, he, I, <laughs> his music is kind of angular; it's not pretty. Um, sure. His poetry is comes sometimes hard to. He, he requires that you work for it a little bit. Okay, and um, and I just I found it confusing. And why are you making it so hard? And and <laughs> what's all of these justice causes? But something just in my soul just kind of started to sing, hmm. um, and so I've desperate. I've been certainly prepared for moments like this through guys like him. Hmm. all these decades who've been doing that work so very overtly for decade after decade after decade and there's a guy that whose fist does come up from time to time oh yeah you know he gets angry and and i'm I'm a little too polite for that you're you're probably not going to get you know the you know this the 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 the, you know the brooding prophetic you know anger voice from me i tend to always you know but others do that well sure and and so they should yeah you know, I think of people like uh, G's magazine, and 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 how very uh, sort of uncompromising they are with their ideals, and, and we need those voices. We need guys like me that can sort of maybe bridge con- left and right, conservative, right, you know, and, yeah. and you know, and and liberal, all the kind of things that. And, and so part of it is you 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 know you have to ask yourself what has God put in your hand. Hmm. Um, I had to realize I'm not Bruce Colburn. I don't do that well, and, and that's not what God has called me to do. Um, but I can come up with this at this from a different vantage point and with a different um a different song a different way of singing Mm. and and maybe get some movement from a different segment of society that would write him off right Right? so it's just we all do this work together and god's Mm. will gets accomplished eventually yeah uh now i'm just really curious what was there a specific coburn song that was like (laughs) (laughs) oh that's a good question i don't know i mean (laughs) Nothing that jumps to mind Right off the bat I mean everybody goes To Rocket Launcher You know And mm. which is when When he was back In the um, Boy when the, the uh, Nicaraguan crisis was right. happening yeah. And he was down Visiting these um, These different Refugee places And, and, and heli- enemy helicopters Were gunning down Refugees mm. He was there When it happened and he came up with a song that said, if I was a rocket launcher, some son of a bitch was dying. You know, like, right. and, and, he, and I remember we were all kind of, <gasps> you know, you can't say it. And he, right. wasn't, he wasn't actually advocating, we all go now and shoot down helicopters. No. He was just giving voice to the real anger and the real rage that came from seeing these horrific injustices that were largely, boy, I'm going to get into territory here, um, uh, you know, by, by American business interests, um, you know, that, that sort of created these, these very, very negative situations. Mm-hmm. And he said it he said what we were all thinking and and i and i remember i was very uncomfortable with that hmm. you know um, but inside of me something says but that's true isn't it you know Fair it enough. isn't it true you know and so again you're not likely going to ever get something that you know h- hard from me
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, but that that certainly was inspiring for me and i realized that's an authentic voice and i believe it came from god hmm. Uh yeah no you stick to, you stick to what you do and you do it well, sir. Yeah and and I think that every once in a while God asks us to step out of you know our known zones that's sure. fine you know um but if you're gonna do that you you, you want to make sure that that's a real calling from God that it's not ego based or, or um right. you know we have to we have to watch our own passions you know um and our and our own sort of ego centricity yes to make sure that when we're gonna step out in public things that it really is something we've been asked to do. Uh, that aligns itself with who God is to their best of our ability to know that. <laughs> okay. You know, um and sure. and hopefully aligns with the gifts that we've actually been given.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um on the subject of uh of Lake 40, what can we as students here at CMU do to assist this?
2: Well, you know what? I think I did talk about this in the chapel. You did. And I and I think it would be just great if there was a student movement. Like why doesn't your student council say this is what this is our project for this year that we're going to maybe contact you know, Steinbeck Bible College in Providence and, um, um, C- Catherine Booth colleges and start a student, a Christian yeah. student movement, um, and, and, you know, write articles, you know, what does it mean that the government has a fiduciary responsibility to f- First Nations people? Who, who could answer that question? Well, some of your brightest and best can probably figure that out and write something good, you know, yeah. and post some blogs and come up the website and, and promote the issue um, and um, and I would we at Church for Freedom Road would be just sort of thrilled to pass on the research we've done architecture for websites whatever you know um, if there's something like that could happen I think it would be brilliant Wow yeah. and we're I'm, I think there's a lot of us that are really really excited to get going on this project as I think well. it'd be great I, I think it'd
0: be really wonderful yeah I'm really excited yeah um, last question to you and it's a more practical question um, you're a good interviewer by the way thank you
2: <laughs> I, I've enjoyed this <laughs> oh,
0: I, good. I, I, I just, just say it <laughs> thank <laughs> you we do, we do what we can yeah. um, so okay you've got we're going to do a bit of a plug for your events um, okay so you've got uh, your screening your burning ember DVD at Cinematech Yes, yep, and yep. you've got, uh, you're releasing the book, uh, I Will Not Be Shaken. Book and CD. Yeah, yep. book and CD the with, with Jamie Howison and yep. Michael Robinson on October the 6th, I believe. Yeah, that's the release party. And you're releasing this record called The Guest List at the Goodwill
2: Social Club on Portage on October the 14th. That's a cool record. That's Marie Palver, who's my yes. producer. Uh, this guy comes from Crash Test Dummies and Doc Walker. Um, yeah. He's brilliant. Yeah. And he's a great producer. Um, And uh, what we we said, you know, you need to have a calling card because he's always producing somebody else's records. Right. And so what he did is he called on, like, I think it's 10 or 12 of us, different songwriters, and he wrote a a song uh, with 12 different songwriters and then produced it up with with them. And this is sort of. um, Showing how he collaborates with sure. the artists, so it's really awesome. Like Kevin McDonald from Kids in the Hall oh, is one of the guys, wow. right? I, he did one with me. He did one with um, um, uh, Brad Roberts from Crash Test Dummies. I mean, it goes kind of goes on and on, right? So it's, it'll be a very curious record. I, I've only heard a couple tracks so far, but it's very good. I'm, I'm really yeah. excited. I've already got marked on my calendar. Totally a secular record. It's not a, it's not a Christian. It's oh, just it's just
0: great music. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you've got all that going on. Mm-hmm. How does, and there's lots of students here that uh, relate to maybe the business that you probably feel in your schedule in the next couple yeah, of weeks. Um, yeah. How do you balance uh, this sort of, this new role of being, you, I mean, you you don't call yourself an activist, but uh, maybe I would argue that you are in a sense a little bit. Seems to be coming that. It's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. How do you balance this sort of activist role with
2: all these other things that are happening on your schedule? Well, I'll tell you, here's a curious thing about getting older, because nobody likes the idea of getting older, sure. and neither do I, <laughs> um, and yeah. Um, you know, I was joking down, downstairs earlier that, you know, I'm, I'm now starting to be greeted by young, beautiful women who want to tell me how much their mothers <laughs> love my music, <laughs> which is just a little depressing. <laughs> but um, but the, the, one of the great things about getting older is you, you, you start to realize that your contemporaries are actually good at what they do as you get good at what you do. Sure. And you start to collaborate. And that, yeah, I'm a busy guy, but I'm not doing a lot of this work. You know, some of my friends are great designers. Some of them are great writers. Some are great editors. Hmm. You know, um, I've got good staff. And so the old, like, as you get older, you start to, to realize um, what collegiality does. Hmm. You know, and you can, you can take on things that you never would have had time for. Um, because you don't have to do everything and your friends are good at what they do and you start to just sort of divvy up the tasks and amazing things happen quite quickly and that's exhilarating so yeah i'm busy i'm busier than i probably would like to be and i'm tireder than i than i probably should be but lots is getting done and some of it is actually good (laughs) so yay you know
0: absolutely yeah. yeah. Yay. Indeed. And I think a lot of kids are saying yay now to getting this project underway. And uh, well, we oh, please
2: call me. I mean, well, well, I, I would, I would, I would give a lot of time if there's a student movement, if there's anything that I or we can do to, to support that and, and give wings to that. Um, we don't need to lead it. Don't want to lead it. Mm-hmm. But if we can sort of, you know, be a, a, a support base for that. That'd yeah. Be great. Oh, I'm sure we would rely on that very much.
0: Steve Bell, thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you. Noah. <laughs> Steve Bell, Live in our studios last year chatting about Shoal Lake 40 and uh, water rights
1: mm-hmm it's great to hear great to hear a message of of hope and that a lot of awareness was raised right and, and things were actually done there
0: exactly and s- things are still ongoing there as a matter of fact oh, uh, right. recently the uh, provincial government uh, designated 33 I think 33 million dollars Yes, thirty-three million dollars to the project. Wow, that's so which awesome. Is, which is great. All three, all three bodies of government, like uh, uh, municipal, provincial, and federal, have now all committed funding to this.
1: That's great.
0: Which is amazingly helpful. Um, and and uh, including uh, since we've transitioned since then from the NDP government of Manitoba to now a Conservative government of Manitoba, but this hasn't changed at all. Right. And it's still going forward. So well done all you government people yeah. um, a couple of things and this this movement was really inspiring to watch last year because it galvanized so much student support and there was just such a groundswell yeah. of a movement here at CMU and beyond uh, to push for this Freedom Road
4: mm-hmm. and I
0: think that the similar things can be done on other fronts as well even today I just received a, a, a flyer uh, it's asking me to sign a petition online to stop the Kinder Morgan pipeline oh. and uh, I think those are going up around campus as I speak here. So, there's things that you can do for Standing Rock too, and we're going to tell you a few things that you can do to make a difference. Uh, You can uh, send donations, uh, cash, checks, or supplies. They can be sent via mail to Sacred Stone Camp P.O. Box 1011 Fort Yates, North Dakota, five eight five three eight. That's the area code uh, for um, for America's because they don't have a, the postal code like we do here mm. in Canada. Or you can send it to two o two Main Street, Fort Yates, North Dakota, five eight five three eight. We'll give you all that again. Sending these uh, checks, cash or supplies to Sacred Stone Camp, P. O. Box one zero one one, Fort Yates, North Dakota, five eight five three eight, or to two o two Main Street. Fort North Dakota, five eight five three eight. There is also an online petition that you can go sign. Awesome. You can do it's activism from your bed. <laughs> it's amazing. I did it today, in fact. So you nice. can go sign this at change.org uh, slash p slash stop the dakota access pipeline we're gonna put a link to all of this stuff on our facebook page and we're gonna tweet it out as well so um watch out for that in the coming days if you have if you forget what that <laughs> annoying guy on the radio said uh <laughs> then you can go check that out online and we'll actually have we'll actually have uh that going for us as well mm-hmm. so those are just a couple of ways you can make a difference i encourage you to go online and check out the other ways you can you can uh You can make a difference from right here in Manitoba uh, in matters of uh, First Nations land rights and water rights as well. And we hope to have uh, conversations coming up in the in in the next episode, our Wittenberg Radio Live Show, about what students have already been doing in response to what is happening at Standing Rock. Awesome. So, let's get a little bit of music here. We've heard a lot of talking the last little while. Yeah. Uh, actually, they had uh, this also ties into Standing Rock. Uh, Suu Nation as well, so they recently this past weekend they had a fundraising concert and like an awareness raising concert that uh, protesters could attend for free. Awesome. Um, And it, but it wasn't like you know some local Josh Mo playing Van Halen covers or whatever you play at a coffee shop. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. This was like some big name... These were some big name people. Grammy award-winning artists, including... A, one of my favorite artists artists from the 70s and 80s, the amazing Bonnie Raitt. And nice. B, one of country's biggest music legends, Jackson Brown.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: So... In honor of that, let's do you know what let's spin a little bit Jackson Brown.
1: Yeah, let's do it. And this
0: actually coincides really well with my uh with my blog, separate blog that I'm running. Uh, that I reviewed one of his records a couple months ago, and it was amazing. So this song is off his album for every man, which came out in the early 1970s. This one is called These Days.
3: Well, I've been out walking I don't do that much talking these days, these
4: days,
3: these days I seem to think a lot about the things that I forgot to do. chance to to live the life that I have made Forgotten this.
0: There you go, Jackson Brown, and These Days here on Wittenberg Radio. We'll tweet out those links and uh, put them on our Facebook page about how you can support Standing Rock. Mm-hmm. So let's get to some upcoming events here, shall we? Let's start off with our Christmas live show, Wittenberg Radio Live at the Christmas Gala, coming up on December the 5th. And uh, there's so much that is going to be happening at that show. I mean, obviously, you get to see Nicoline in action, which is always a <laughs> treat. Um, <Ooh. laughs> we'll be hearing from our columnists Jason nice. Friesen uh, on the front of sports. We've got Kenji Dick in the realm of art and culture, and of course, Isla's disappointments.
1: <laughs> we always forget every we time. Are.
0: Isla Manning will be there as well to Doing uh, her
1: wonderful spiel. To do her
0: a wonderful rant or rave. Last time we ranted against yogurt, uh, or was it dairy-free yogurt, gluten-free no, it, yogurt, it was fat fat-free yogurt? yogurt.
1: Yeah, I, I concur with with Isla. Still
0: very much agree mm-hmm. with that. So. Go and check come and check that out. If nothing else, to see Isla's impassioned, defa- uh, impassioned rants against something we're not sure what yet. We are also still working on gathering um, more guests, as we mentioned. We're, we've got a couple of of names of people that are going to be speaking about this uh, Standing Rock Sioux Nation and the Dakota Access Pipeline issue. As well, we will have music, not only from you, the students who are signing up for the uh, Christmas Gala Coffee House portion which will be interspersed throughout our show. And mm-hmm. there are signups around campus. So check that out, put up by the faith and life, not faith and life, arts and Ents. Arts and Ents. I am too tired. <laughs> arts and entertainment committee. They are going to be, they already have put up sign-up sheets across campus. So go and sign up if you're interested in playing as well. This will be supplemented by an amazing musician named Maddie Allen, music therapy student here at CMU. And uh, she is also an accomplished pianist. And, And singer-songwriter She will be performing as well uh, Some of your favorite Christmas jazz standards
1: Awesome So
0: come and check that out It's going to be a real treat You don't want to miss that What else is coming up at CMU this week? I mean, it's Advent So all the chapels are uh, sort of wrapping up for the year Also, congratulations to our men's and women's volleyball teams For Western Canadian champions
1: Awesome Nice job,
0: you guys All the sports schedules are are wrapping down uh, Until the start of next year so there's
1: christmas gala which happens before the coffee house and our live show touche
0: yes delicious (laughs) food that is going to be served there as well you can pick up your tickets at uh south campus reception
1: yes by is there a date
0: i would assume Mm -hmm. probably before december the (laughs) fifth. okay so get them this week if at all possible
1: dress up be there be square
0: dress up be there or be square (laughs) indeed so also we can advertise uh, All CMU students are invited to attend the dress rehearsal For uh, theory teacher Neil Wisensell's new opera Merry Christmas Stephen Leacock uh. Featuring uh, voice faculty member Matt Pauls uh, as Father Christmas um, Hence why he's going <gasps> out his beard uh, so awesome. Wednesday November the 30th so tomorrow at 8pm In the Lot-Od, Uh This performance is about an hour long And student tickets will be 5 bucks at the door it's really it's a neat opera it's pretty short and uh neil wisentzel is a pretty well accomplished uh arranger and uh and uh composer he's i think he's even arranged stuff for michael buble before so this is actually something Whoa, that you need to right so something that you can definitely check out it's a high caliber of performance and uh I would highly encourage you to uh, pay a visit if you've got the time in this busy season. I think that is going to be all for today. Let's wrap this up. As always, find information about Wittenberg Radio at WittenbergRadio.com. We are also on Facebook and Twitter where we, where we will be putting up the information surrounding uh, the Standing Rock support that we mentioned earlier. As well, please do... Um, Subscribe to us on iTunes of the podcaster of your choice and email your comments, questions, and concerns to wittenbergradio at gmail.com. Until our live show next week, my name is Nolan Kaler.
1: And I'm Nicoleen klassen
0: we look forward to seeing you there. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are
4: not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.